Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 302, Legends of Tomorrow, 209, Raiders of the Lost Art is what we're talking about today. We're getting to get, gotta get super spoilery on it. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Settle in, guys. This is going to take a second. Uh, a little mystery is solved when we learn that Rip touched a time drive to get himself to safety and reprogram his personality. This was everything he could do to escape with and protect the Spear of Destiny. He is found again by Merlin and Dark in L.A., appearing to be a film student with no memory of Rip Hunter, but with a script that basically tells Rip's story up to this point. They try to kidnap him, the legends head them off, and Rip is arrested in the chaos. Also, George Lucas drops out of film school. Sarah, Stein, and Mick succeed in kidnapping him from prison, but utterly fail to convince him that he is a time master. The change in careers for Lucas creates a time aberration that causes Nate to lose his history knowledge and steal his powers. It also causes Ray to be only really smart and suitless rather than incredibly smart and in position of the Adam suit. So Ray, Nate, and Vixen set about finding Lucas and convincing him to make movies. They almost convince him, but Merlin and Dark find them and take them away, having learned that Lucas unknowingly has the spear. However, Lucas tossed it in the trash, so the trio are brought to the landfill to search for it. Lucas finds the spear, but the others convince him that they can't give it up because Dark will just kill them anyway. At a crucial juncture, since they are in a trash compactor and are nearing certain death, Ray and Nate demand that Lucas own up to what he really wants to do. He searches his soul and finds that he wants to direct, which changes the past again, giving Nate and Ray their powers back. The rest of the team shows up about this point for a showdown with two-thirds of the Legion of Doom. The battle is in their favor until the reverse Flash shows up inside the Wave Rider. After a talk with Gideon, Film School Rip decides to try acting like Time Master Rip in a bluff that is designed to save the team. It fails, but it buys enough time for the ship to shoot the crap out of the Legion, which buys enough time for the Legends to recover both the spear and the amulet and escape. All but Rip, which is haunting Sarah. Meanwhile, Mick tells Stein that he's been seeing snart and visions. He also threatens to harm him if he doesn't help him fix his brain. Stein performs a battery of tests and finds something the Time Lord's implanted. He removes the chip but finds that it wasn't actually working. Having tried everything up to and including brain surgery to fix the actual brain, Stein is forced to explain to Mick that the manifestations are emotional and psychological in nature and that he does, in fact, have feelings. Finally, the Legion have film school rip hunter back in their custody and are planning on some in-depth torture time wow this is a meaty episode yeah um the trash compactor actually made me laugh (laughs) yeah yeah i'm assuming you know the reference yeah i still uh still remember it (laughs) Uh, i'm like "Uh, of course they take all the steps they do in new hope okay (laughs) all right yeah Womp womp. But, um, you know, man, that George Lucas fake beard looked awful. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he yanked it from one of the props that he was using on the, on the film. Right. Cause those like, look that equally bad. Too. Yeah. That looked, that looked, that looked bad. right. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate to find out that guy's actual hair. I, I would feel bad. Yeah. It almost looked like he was just wearing like a big, uh, like a big felt beard. Yeah. You know, like they had like in like old Sunday school um, yeah. Christmas play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the third Wiseman's going bald this year. Right. Um, actually, it may have just been Vandal Savage's beard piece. Right. Um, <laughs> um, Legion of Doom, just a, just something from my old Hanna-Barbera cartoon 
I liked when I was a kid. That was good. That was that was funny. Was solid. What do you think overall? I mean, I I kind of I enjoyed it. Um, it was okay. I it was my least favorite of the shows this week. Eh, I'd still Lucifer. Yeah, I mean, not counting Lucifer. Out of the, out of the that's my yeah, least out of the CWTV, I thought it was <laughs> probably the weakest, but it wasn't. I, I well, they were all just pretty good this week. I just didn't think it. I mean, this is exactly what I expected to be as far as quality. Mm-hmm. And some great lines, obviously. My favorite um, might be Ray. First of all, my gluten allergy is very real and challenging. <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. I laughed with with shrieking Rip Hunter. Yeah, oh yeah. Just, just him like, shrieking. <laughs> when he gets arrested. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did, uh, yeah Darvel did, a, I thought, a pretty great job this week. Darvel did a great job. Absolutely. I mean, it's a completely oh, new character he's trying to do here. Good, good stuff. Great, great job on the accent. Um, I really loved uh, when Merlin walks into the police off, uh, the police station, and the guy stands up and like you can't go back there, and he just like just so calmly puts the knife in that dude. <laughs> Flip. Doesn't break his gate. No, I mean he does. He just stops and just very calmly just puts that knife in that dude's <laughs> gut, and then just walks away. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh, it was creepy. You know it was um. There's something charming, I don't know how, about Merlin wanting to see the Sinatra star. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is about that. That like, gave him extra depth suddenly. Oh. I mean, he did do his, his way. Between yeah, between murders, I guess he puts on old Sinatra albums. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I could see him and Dark singing, you know, like singing together on some old crooner tunes. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I loved when they were uh, talking to Dark and Merlin. What are you, some kind of comedians or something? And Dark goes, <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great those guys got super dead yeah they did oh how'd you like the reference at the end when they're about, about to watch movies howard the duck no yeah that was fun okay i might be crazy there's a bit where uh dark and merlin are inside of an elevator it's just it's like showing action 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 and then, and then the it music cuts to them st- yeah it cuts to them standing in the elevator with the uh, the worm's eye view mm-hmm with the music mm-hmm. and i'm like is this a blues brothers reference because <laughs> it feels like a blues brothers reference it might be they were i mean we're already they were kind of talking hollywood the whole episode very yeah. very maybe i mean i'm sure they've done that bit in other movies but i always blues brothers is my favorite movie of all time i always remember it from that movie where it's just <laughs> like the cops like running into the the place and they're in into the uh, Cook County clerk's office or whatever, yeah. and then it just keeps cutting to them just calmly in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. That's what it seemed like, and I hope that that was actually the, that reference. But yeah, anyway, it worked for you anyway. If it if it wasn't mm-hmm. even meant to, it worked for you. So mm-hmm. did this did this make you laugh when like Jax tries to grab Rip and Rip just starts or films go Rip and he just starts like pounding him with the script like ah ah get away get away get away yeah that was funny it it kind of like it. That was when I knew exactly what kind of episode I was going to be in for. It's like, did I just watch him attack him with a rolled up pizza set up with a rolled up script? Okay, all right. Yeah. This is they whew, for my we're money. We're gonna go for it, aren't we? Yeah, for my money, they could have said, "Hey, let's not do that so much and focus a little more on why George Lucas decides to leave film school because of this." Like, I mean, he probably because he. I just assumed he shit his pants and was like, "I'm out of here." What does that have to do with anything? He superheroes could still show up and kill him as a car dealer, car salesman, or I think whatever. He was an insurance salesman. I'm not sure. Whatever it was, I don't remember, but yeah, it may be an insurance. 
I thought he. I thought it said that he had like moved out of L.A. Maybe he just thought like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck L.A. I'm out of here. This is uh. No. Maybe I. I, I see your point. Uh, you can get killed by super people anywhere. But he was, you know, yeah, traumatized outside the in the parking lot of the film school. So we was just like, you know what? I'm out. I'm gone. I'm done. Peace. Right. I like I like the 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 button they put on that. George Lucas has the spear of destiny. <laughs> Yeah, it was patently ridiculous. Yeah, but <laughs> it, you know what's you know what's funny though the compactor scene it, they find the spear that's mm. great. Um, they conv- like they they ask him like what do you really want to be and you know, I want to direct. It kind of like seems like it's cheap in a way, mm-hmm. but it's technically sound. Mm-hmm. Like they they made him finally own up to like you know what I don't care how scared I am I want to direct movies. So mm-hmm. now they've changed the past without ever having to go to it just by convincing him of his own convictions. You know. No. I get how it works. It just seemed a little, uh, a little cheapish. Absolutely, it's one of those weird uh, times where you're like, like... Oh, I know it works on paper, but damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't dig that. Uh, they just kind of threw it in. Malcolm steals the totem of Zimbazi from Vixen, and then she steals it back. Eh, eh. Eh, that's fine with it. I mean, he yanks it with one good move, and she pickpockets him with one more good move. Yeah. I mean, if I'm to understand it correctly, they've she's bonded with the totem, so there's not really a way that he could have used it anyway. Right? No, but it does depower her, right? Which is enough to um, it's enough, yeah, definitely enough. Let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> it advanced the script. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Mick saying that Snart was a time ghost. That was fun. That was good. Everything um, with Mick, as usual. Um, I was. Uh, did you cut? I was a little. Hmm? Did, did, how'd you, did, I'm trying to remember if I got this right. He comes out, they they clip to him, and he's he's finishing a sentence. Ever since then, I've been afraid of giant frogs. <laughs> Stop everything and tell me the rest of that story. <laughs> oh, when Vixen throws Malcolm Merlin that damn Wilhelm scream. Oh, did they use it? Absolutely. Oh, shit. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Through, ah, yeah. Like, ugh. Please stop using the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> they don't do it on Arrow too much that I know of, that I've recognized, so I'm assuming it's a Phil Klemmer thing. Maybe. I mean, it's, I don't it's, know. it's infamously in Star Wars, so you know that's a you know it's an in, in-house yeah. reference, but... Uh, yeah. You know, actually, I, I know, but they've on, done uh, this on... They've done it on Legends a few times, though. Have they? God. I, um, actually, I'm pretty sure I caught that in it, Clerks the other day. I think that maybe where I heard. I heard it somewhere in the viewers universe. I laughed. We watched some kind of like all at once. I lost track of where it was. Mm-hmm. Long weekend, but uh, no mix mix stuff. I don't do feelings. Run a test. Fix my brain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we've got a non-brain surgeon digging shit out of mix. Yeah, everybody comes by. What are you doing? Only to brain like, surgery. Right. <clears throat> only to find that okay, it was just your imagination. Yep. But uh, great shot of Mick, though, just to, like kind of facing himself there at the end, just mm-hmm. like facing the fact that he misses his friend and he's going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic with that. You know, it actually made me laugh more than it should have. Um, when Nate and Ray are going all flowers for Algernon, <laughs> uh-huh. they go they go find Lucas, <laughs> good, right? Good pull. Yeah, good they pull. go find Lucas, right? And they, they're trying to just talk him into it. And mm-hmm. they they tr- they're trying to convince him they're not doing a good job. Vixen decides like, boys, just shut the fuck up and let me take care of this. Right before they do that, though, Nate comes on. <laughs> Nate like pops back on screen real quick. He's like, Psh, stay in school. I don't know what it was. It's the like the way he popped back on screen, kind of, and the finger. It made, yeah. made me laugh. Sorry, don't know why. I don't have to. It's laughter. Yeah, you don't have to. Know. Hey, you know what? I like that. Uh, I like the 
George Lucas's uh, Cool Hand Luke poster. Yeah, that was a cool poster, right? I mean, I've seen the poster a bunch of times before. It's the classic poster, but I just I like it every time I see no, it. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember any it's artwork like cool from Hand Luke. Cool, cool Hand Luke. So, explains that. <laughs> oh, one well, more McLean early on. Um, but I'm a doctor of nuclear physics. Same thing. <laughs> if you tell anyone I'm going to kill you, I believe you. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Now this is this is what really struck me. Mick has a drum set, mm-hmm. a guitar, and I think a bass guitar in the background in his little mm-hmm. cubby hole. Yeah. Oh my God, can we do that one episode? <laughs> I I feel like Maybe. Nate is probably the kind of guy who at least learned how to play some classic rock on guitar. Doesn't that feel right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure oh. Brandon Routh knows how to at least play some bass based off Scott Pilgrim. Maybe. At least I remember him knowing how to hold one. Um, hopefully he can play a little of it. And then Mick on the drums. Can we? Can I like? Can we walk in and like one episode they're just making like a raucous mess back there, and Sarah comes in and goes, "What the hell are y'all doing?" <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, we're practicing. Practice better. You suck. Oh. Then just go right back to playing badly. Sarah storms away. Oh, Freaking boys. Yeah. Or just walks away. Children. I'm on the ship with children. Children are in charge oh, yeah. of time now. Is she- she always seems like she's saying that somewhere. I know. Somehow. She's really taking on this, like, uh, this, this I'm in charge of these guys role. Uh-huh. I like what they've done with her. Yeah. I think that's all I've got for this episode. Yeah. I mean, where does it leave us? we got several other pieces of the Spirit Destiny out there. I guess we'll be looking for those. Um, Do we have several other pieces? Well, they only have a piece of the Spirit Destiny, I thought. Oh. I, I assume you have to have all of it, maybe? Not permanently. Changes reality. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I've I've lost track. Yeah, it's a it was a heavy episode. Oh, um, just one more good line. Rip, rip there when he's at the end, uh, about to get tortured. Full time student, part time rec- recreational drug user. Seriously regretting the latter right now. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That'll do it. I'm good. Yeah, he was the highlight of the episode, though. He really was. It was really cool to see him as a completely different character. It was, and again, great job on it. He did a great job. Nice. I mean, not that I haven't seen him as several characters throughout, you know, his career. Yeah, of I've course. But been watching that guy for a minute. But some for the CW universe this week, there's some serious MVPs on performances. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we are DC on Screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. We're proud members of the Giant Says Team Up Network. GiantSaysTeamUp.com. Track us down on Facebook and Twitter, DC on Screen, one word, or you can email us dconscreen at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with us. Uh, proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. Give those five-star written reviews on iTunes or Stitcher to be entered into the giveaway. Uh, one out of ten will win a $15 or less DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray of your choice. We are going to be coming right back with a recap and review of Arrow 510. Who are you? Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.